you ready? Yeah, boy. Wow. That was that it? That's it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Just cuts off. I, I, was, I thought I was going to play like some really cool music I, or something. I, I, <laughs> yeah, that's, wait, wait. I, mean, I don't know. Uh, um, oh, no. Oh, that's yeah, not. Yeah, that's <laughs> One hour later. Cool. You're just gonna go through the whole soundboard real um, quick, finding. Oh. Uh. You good? Yeah. You know what? Diego's having okay. a stroke at the soundboard. Okay. Yeah. And okay. Yeah. You yeah. sure? Yeah. We're good. We're done. We're. I can't find. I really, <laughs> you know. We're good. Cool. It's your I, turn to do I, the I, intro. Oh <laughs> yeah. <It's your> <laughs> uh. How, how does it go again? Dude, come on. Um, All right. Welcome to Podcast the Movie. This is the only movie that is not a movie. You're listening to it right now. It's an Audible movie podcast. Audible it's a podcast. Movie. Audible movie. Sponsored by Audible. <laughs> only by Audible. Yeah. Sponsored by Audible. Uh, All right. We're exclusive on Audible now. So. Wow. I, okay. So we should probably mention we... This is going to be coming out, and we've been kind of in hiatus for a few weeks. Yeah, we're sorry. Sorry yeah. about that. Sorry, and everybody. even I'm even more sorry that this is the, the this is your big return. Oh <laughs> this, hell yeah! You've been waiting yeah, this for this. True. Yeah. Actually, our the this weirder we do it. our weirder <laughs> intros are the best ones, honestly. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. I mean, let us know. I mean, maybe they're not. Maybe you guys like a more <laughs> yeah. professional, more cohesive intros. But <laughs> your opinion is invalid, anyways. So yeah. So just kidding. It's not. Um, cool. yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. We, uh, we've been, uh, we've been really busy, um, this past couple of weeks. No, we we're just been... like smoking weed around oh. the campfire this entire time. In the studio. In the studio. In the, the, ca- in the, the campfire studio. in the studio. In the t- tiniest yeah. studio on the what, So what yeah. I did was I like, we have a floor, but I cut out an entire hole yes. in the floor and then like to where there's just dirt on the bottom. And then so there's just just basically a hole in the floor yeah. and then I just put wood in there and start a fire, you know, inside the building. Yeah, and we, yeah. we started smoking weed. Diego's working What I did was I threw what I threw the weed in the fire. <laughs> then we, then yeah. we hot boxed the Yeah, yeah. And everything. Exactly. Yes. So. so, yeah, that that took us a few weeks to get that down. So, <laughs> here we are. Yeah. Welcome back. <laughs> oh, my no, God. we I I've been busy with the finals. I'm sure Muhammad is busy with the finals. Yeah. And, and I've so. just been working, really. Yeah. 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 Um, but we're done now, and get ready because we're gonna hit you with some content, we're back baby. And we're better than ever. We're back, we're we're back with some content. We're good to go. Dio's like, we're gonna hit you with content, and none of us know what we're gonna talk about yet. <laughs> like, I, this <laughs> is an unplanned yes, episode. This is, yes, yeah. This is. No, we we but haven't. There's really... gonna be plenty of content in this episode. Oh, you oh yeah, absolutely. You. Trust me. All right, we we did an, an entire episode with just me and Marcus unplanned. So with Muhammad here, oh shit, yeah, that episode was like eighty it's, minutes it's, long. It's gonna be compact. It's gonna be dense with content. You guys, your ears are gonna be just transcending audible. Every single time you say the word content, I cringe harder and harder. <laughs> <laughs> like, shit. Content, 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 content. Yeah, we're content creators. Content. Yeah, I'm dying. Cringe overload. Cool. All right. That being yeah. said, um, <laughs> this is okay. So the whole like joke of how this podcast started was like whenever I like meet with Muhammad to like work on something or like yeah. it would be like oh we just start talking about what we watched recently and then we go on hour long tangents about whatever like mm-hmm. it, nothing related to like the thing we're supposed to be working on. Yes. So that being said, what movies have you guys seen recently? <laughs> None. Because None. I um, you guys been doing been finals? Yeah. Doing finals. Anything? Something? Uh. No. <laughs> End of episode. <laughs> like, turns out we didn't have any. Uh, <laughs> all right, see you guys. Yeah. No, I watched uh, 
Tenet recently. Ooh. Oh. In not a healthy way, but yeah, I watched it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I've heard like mixed thing. I haven't seen it yet. I like it. I, I still yeah. need to watch it like five more times to really understand it, but even, I like it. Yeah. I think like even at his worst, Christopher Nolan's movies are like at their worst, they're just kind of okay. Yeah. Um, they're not really bad. Um, I don't think anyone says about Tenet, at least I've heard. I, 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 lo- I really love the movie. It's actually like really, I don't know. Again, you won't understand everything the first time, number sure. one, because the sound mixing is kind of fucking terrible. Oh, <laughs> so I heard. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's like half of the, like, no, not, I'm not going to say half. I think that's an over-exaggeration. Like at least a good like... 10 to 20 percent of the dialogue is like un- inaudible but that's still like a it's, lot it's a good amount yeah. yeah yeah but like you you can still like understand it somewhat but i'm still gonna wait for the blu-ray and you know press up subti- you know turn on subtitles okay and really understand it yeah. But yeah no but like even then like you still need even if you did understand everything you need to watch the movie like five or six times to like to get really understand like yeah. not get it like you get it the first time but like to really understand like <clears throat> excuse me like understand you know what the movie's really about. Okay. Yeah. Wait, so the first you don't know what the movie's about? Oh, I know, no, well, okay, like to understand like all the the layers of yeah, time yeah, yeah. travel. Yeah. Cuz like they 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 time travel, right? Okay. It's a time travel movie. Okay. And even cool? though they say it's not time travel, it's inversion, uh-huh. but like it's really time travel, yeah. right? But like, to understand like okay, this is how this led to this. This is what timeline that they're in right now, and this is this person coming back during this time or whatever. Like mm. you you need to watch it a few times to really understand because the movie doesn't like explain everything. Like you don't understand. Like, and there's like one scene right. at the opening. I don't want to spoil much, but like there's one scene at the opening. You see one person who is coming back reversed and you're like, okay, who's that person? You don't get that answer throughout the entire movie. But like, if you think about it, you're like, okay, this is probably him. Yeah. You know? So it's like, not everything's explained to you, but right. you have mm-hmm. the puzzle Just pieces to understand. Yeah. Actually, one of the first movies to, like, get me interested in, like, thinking about movies critically of, like, trying to understand them on a deeper level was a Christopher Nolan film. It was The Prestige. Prestige. Okay. And Prestige is, like, probably my favorite Christopher Nolan film for that reason because it's the one that makes me, like, think about movies the way I do now. For me, it was Inception. Yeah, yeah I guess that's fair, like, yeah. yeah. I'm not and lie. I, I like Inception too, but like I think the moment when everyone like saw Inception was like, oh, this is so cool, and like it like sparked that interest. Mm-hmm. For me, that's what Prestige did for me. So for that gotcha. reason, I like it better. Gotcha. I feel like, well, I don't I don't think that a Christopher Nolan movie made me. I'm not sure. <laughs> no, I'm not yeah, sure what sure. movie did it, <laughs> yeah, but um, but if I had to choose like a Christopher Nolan movie, that kind of was probably Interstellar. So. Mm-hmm. Interstellar um, is like probably the only one I don't like that much. Really, it's the one I want to rewatch the least. It, I, that's the metric I can see yeah because it, it's, it's yeah. very long and it's not like there's nothing like that much that hooks you into it right like I, I mean like i didn't really get it the first time i saw it and <clears> i was like i think like i watched one youtube video of uh, someone explaining it and i was like okay and then that's it and i don't need to watch it again really? yeah i know i i i like i like watching that movie i like it no by no means i think it's good yeah. i just i just didn't want to watch it again yeah I think I For think me it's kind of the opposite of what you did because like first time i watched it i really liked it like i teared up at that you mm-hmm. know? yeah that scene with you know yeah i did too yeah like, oh no yeah. oh yeah yeah <laughs> oh god yeah. and then um thing about and like the more i watch it i have the blu-ray the more i watch it the less i like it yeah the more you watch it the the i wouldn't say the less i like it i would just say like it gets a little boring exactly yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. i like, think it's one of those movies that really relies on like the intrigue of a first time viewing true. yeah very yeah true. Um, yeah but and like I, once you take that away it kind of gets a little bit stale but I don't, like for me my favorite one is inception because like the first time i watched that movie i hated that movie really? i didn't like it. i was like oh really it's another, like i thought it was like oh shitty michael bay with you know shittier shot action right i was like okay great really I, that's, yeah. that was for some reason my first opinion of that because it came 
weirdly enough, it came free with my mom's first uh, smartphone. It was a gal- <laughs> gal- it was like okay. the, the original like Galaxy, right? Yeah. It came free with that thing, and I watched it on her phone. I was like, wow, like, this isn't. I don't like it. I don't like, love it. I don't like. So it's cool it came. Action. It came free on the phone. It came free on the phone. Oh, okay. Like, it was pre-downloaded, or there was like a code, like a redeemable code. Pretty much, I'm pretty sure it was like a code, but I don't remember exactly. But I remember like it came. They did this whole promotion with the Galaxy, mm. and then it was either like reduced priced or it was free. I don't remember which one. Uh-huh. Mm. But it came with the phone, mm-hmm. and then I watched it. I was like, Holy, okay, cool action, but like the rest of the movie, I didn't give a shit. But the more I watch it, the more I love that movie. I feel like I understand it more. See, like Christopher Nolan's been pushing IMAX to its limit for the past few years. I feel like if you told him that like your first viewing of Inception (laughs) was on a smartphone, he would slap you in the face. (laughs) Okay, no wonder you didn't like it the first time. (laughs) (laughs) No, but like, like pretty much every single time I've seen it after has been on a phone too. Besides, like really, a couple times I watched it like on a big TV on Blu-ray. But like when I first watched it, it was on a phone, and then I watched it again on a phone. I was like, okay. Because, like, the reason I love that movie is, like, that movie is, like, probably, like, for me at least, the mo- only the only Chris Nolan movie that, like, really connects its emotional side to the whole, you know, big action set pieces. Yeah. And, like, the whole, fair. like, the crazy ideas. Like, you can't tell that story without the big stuff, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, it, like even, like, Tenet, like, you sort of can... Because, like, Tenet has, like, a really good emotional arc. It's not with the main characters, like, a subplot mm-hmm. where it's, like, all the emotion comes from. But, like, it's done pretty well. But, like, you can take out the time travel and that thing will still work. That's, like, my only, like, mm-hmm. critique of Tenet was, like, oh, it's a great movie. Better visuals than Inception. or is I think it's, like, legit, like, the best visuals Chris Nolan has ever done really? in his entire yeah. life. It is insane. There's this I, whole set piece with, like, a building blowing up twice in two different timelines going separate it's like in the trailer for like a quick shot uh-huh. like, so i'm not like technically yeah, spoiling yeah, yeah. Sure, anything sure. but like yeah it's like a building exploding in two ways in time and it's freaking insane hmm. and mm-hmm. I, I like i still don't know how they do. like i mean i'm just like yeah i think it's really like cool like because christopher nolan's been like doing a lot of interesting stuff like that there's the rotating hallway and in inception yeah. of course there's of course. all the stuff he did in dunkirk and uh like just a lot of cool stuff and ironically i think prestige yeah. is like the least impressive technically speaking yeah, but, but like it's it, done really well. Well, it's yeah, done yeah, super yeah. well. It's just like there's no like crazy huge set piece. So like, yeah, it's like they you can like realistically do yourself as an amateur filmmaker. True. Like really True. like yeah. No, but like because that one's like really based around the story of the two characters and, like, and their obsession. And the idea is like the reality of a, a magic trick is like very explained to you all the time. Yeah. So like, you know, the things that are happening on screen are things that like they tell you how to do it. You can realistically like film that kind of scene yourself mm-hmm. because it's just a trick, really. That was also the first time I uh, recognized Andy Circus out of really Gollum. Yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, that face seems yeah. familiar. Yeah, have you seen Prestige? Have you seen Prestige? I haven't seen Prestige. It's so, really good. B- besides the main two actors, Christian Bale and Hugh Jackman, yeah. there's a little, there's like a side thing going on with Nikola Tesla and his who's like played by David Bowie. Who's played by David Bowie? David mm-hmm. Bowie plays Nikola Tesla with his sidekick Andy Circus. It's like great. Scarlett yeah. Johansson's in the movie. Rebecca yeah, Hall. like that movie is like really a solid, sad. It's a solid cast. Yeah, yeah. yeah I it's, know. I've been I've yeah. been needed to watch that movie. It's pretty dang. Check good. it out. It's it's my favorite Christopher Nolan movie, despite it being like technically probably not his most impressive one. Mm-hmm. It's just the one I like the most. Probably. I think for for me, Inception is like I I liked it the first time and I got it. Like I pretty much got everything. I like understood everything. There's like mm-hmm. a few things I didn't understand, but when I watched it the second time, I understood it 
I started everything that I didn't understand the first time more, mm -hmm. but it was a little bit, it wasn't, I didn't find it as enjoyable. Really? This, okay. Yeah, like, and the, like, if I watch it again, it's like a little bit less. Really? Right. Okay. Yeah. Like, well, I, you know, it's still, I really like the movie. Um, just, uh, I don't know, especially because that is, like, because I'm, really like a sucker for action and it has like more action than like interstellar does in terms yeah. of like mm -hmm. you know gunfights and stuff like that but i still like interstellar a bit more i was so i actually hadn't seen inception in its entirety until like earlier this year oh really um well because like i remember when it came out i was just kind of like everyone was talking about it and i just kind of felt like i wouldn't be surprised if i watched it yeah and so i just put off watching it for years and then i watched it on netflix when i was out earlier this year Watch. I didn't know it was a heist movie. I didn't know like. It is. Well, it's like a reverse heist. Movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, I don't know because I just felt like because like people were talking about it so much and like so many like details were spoiled for me that I felt like if I watched they it, they talk about the weirdest stuff about that. I know, they right? Don't like talk about the things that really the, matter. the kind of thing like the kind of things that people talked about and freaked out about were like are like not that huge deals in the yeah, movie. It's like oh, here's a cool scene. Yeah, you know? and there's just so much cooler stuff about that movie besides like what I already thought okay, there was. Also, if anybody. I swear, if anybody like asked me the question, like, "Oh, did the top fall? Is he in a dream?" I'm gonna punch him in the face because that's not the point. Yeah, that isn't the point. No, I mean, look, it, it makes for some good YouTube videos. I don't know why that argument still goes on. Because if you want to, like, it, Prestige probably has more interesting questions to ask true, about the ending, true, like, true. and Interstellar too. Um, Inception, yeah, I mean, like, I get the argument and like, I get why it's fun, but like, I don't know why people still have that debate. Because it doesn't matter. It what matters of, is he's, you know. He's, he's accepted his reality and yeah. he's willing to face his children again. Mm -hmm. That's the point. It doesn't matter if, you know, the top falls or if he's dreaming or yeah. not. I don't know. What about the Batman movies? How do we feel about those? Mm, I think the great. I, I like mm -hmm. the, okay. I like the whole trilogy when I first watched it. The more I watch it, the less I like Batman begins and really dark Knight rises. I've only seen once. I think I've only seen Dark Knight Rises yeah. once, too. Oh, I've seen that movie, like, three times. Really? <laughs> yeah. I don't know, because it's another one where, like, people talk about it a lot, and, like, they pick apart the plot holes. And mm -hmm. I think Dark Knight Rises is one of the few movies that has, like, a distractingly big plot hole. Because normally I don't care. Like, it's whatever. It's a consequence of, like, movies are hard, and sometimes yeah, things yeah. happen. But, like, Dark Knight Rises has, like, one of the only, like, ones that actually made me sit back and go, like, like wait a minute. How, how I, I saw the movie in 2013 or something. Yeah, so yeah, like, yeah. what what plot hole? No, like I was <laughs> I again. I was 13 years old, and I yeah. somebody asked, but it was like um. I, I just remember like it stuck with me because when he escapes the pit and then he comes uh -huh. back to Gotham, goes back with, to like, Gotham. No passport, yeah. no something. Like he goes from like basically the Middle East, um, to especially because like, like somebody that. in the movie says explicitly like no one gets in or out of Gotham. It's like a huge deal. Like everything's locked like, down. Shows up. And then Batman just comes back after he's done with the pit. I mean, yeah. It's not. It's not that. It's not that big of a deal. But it did like it did pull me out of the movie for a second. Just like he's batman like he's got i'm sure he's got like a like yeah I'm sure he can like call Probably, but like again like alfred like they send him something they closed up everything the whole i mean the whole island was shut yeah, yeah. but i mean there's got to be like some no i'm not saying tunnel i'm somewhere <laughs> something <secret> tunnel. <laughs> i don't know i mean i feel like the, sure. like a no, city on, on, is a really hard thing to lock down especially again, like, if it was you're like batman an, it was like an island in the middle like not, surrounded by water yeah and not to mention like the whole plot's line of like all the cops are get get trapped in a cave underground like you send all was, your cops was like kind of dumb yeah, yeah yeah no that that's just re irresponsible on <laughs> yeah. the, the police department yeah well, like yeah like the only cops that like why aren't you... there are like the ones that matter it's gordon yeah. and and robin yeah i can't yeah. see any realistic like no and it's fine department and, just sending that. in a city just sending all the cops down i'll for... say this though i'm like the one person that i feel like 
I, I don't know, at least like the one time I watched it, I liked Bane more than I liked Joker. Really? Yes, because I don't know why. Like, I felt I don't like know okay, about that. Yeah, because Joker's okay. Joker's definitely smarter than Batman, right? He outwits him like at every point. Yeah. Sure. But I feel like Bane does both. He both physically is intimidating. That's true. Batman, yeah. And he's like you know somewhat smarter than him. Right. He manages to pull I, that off. Very I remember well. like because there was like controversy about like casting Tom Hardy as Bane when Bane's like a very like you know almost exclusively Latino character, yeah. and like speaking as a latino person myself like it's whatever like i'm not i'm not jazzed about it but it's like tom hardy does a great job with it and it's it's fine but also like i was kind of bummed too because like geez i really like people shy away from that mexican wrestler aesthetic all the time (laughs) that's what he is he's he's a mexican wrestler like he has they they went full with that with batman and robin they did and it sucks but like he's there So you got your representation. I guess. I guess that's what I get. Yeah. <laughs> I mean. I mean. Yeah. Like who Latino wise would have played him? I don't know. Like I guess. You know? I guess Dave like, Batista. <laughs> honestly, Dave Batista would be a good he one. Like again, his performance in Blade yeah, Runner but 2049. in twenty in twenty well, not in twenty thirteen. Probably not in twenty thirteen. Probably not in twenty thirteen. Yeah. But like, yeah. Like in twenty thirteen, he was re- not. If you remake but like, that movie, sure. Now. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah, see sure. Dave Batista doing except. Yeah, I don't know if he can pull I up. I don't know if he can. Because thing is, okay, like when you think Dave Batista, you think of like Drax, right? Yeah. But, like his that, performance in Blade Runner twenty forty nine shows that dude's got range. Yeah, yeah. He can because like you see him as Drax, which is like a comedy role. He's done like comedy movies too, and he's he can do dramatic acting, especially if you yeah. like really committed to it. He's I'm also sure in a, um, uh, what's it, Spectre in 007. True, yeah, he is. True, yeah, true, yeah. yeah. You know? No, he can totally. And do he it. basically plays that role. Yeah, he basically kind of does. Yeah. This yeah, I think... Room. Which, now that I think about Bane as a character is weird because he's, like, from a random weird island. Yeah. But he's based on a Mexican wrestler, but he's not Mexican. But uh, I don't know. It's interesting. Right. I still always like the aesthetic of it, though. Um, also, Wait. my other favorite actor for Bane, which I probably wouldn't cast him live action, but my favorite voice for Bane is Danny Trejo, <laughs> who, vo- who voiced Bane in uh, Young Justice. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> And he voiced Venom in like one thing too. What? Okay. Yeah, like the Phineas and Ferb Marvel special. (laughs) Danny Danny Trejo voiced Venom. Oh my god. Okay, I'll say this though: best Danny Trejo role ever. Dora and the the Lost. That was a good one too. I was like unironically hyped for that movie. Um, oh, yeah. He's in it for like one scene. Yeah, he. I. It's fine. I don't care. But like, I I also like. I love it. I love Eugenio Derbez. I. I wish he's in more movies. I love that Dora gets. <laughs> trips on acid. Yeah, <laughs> she does, scene. doesn't he? Oh, oh have you God. seen that? I haven't no. seen it. But yeah, Jeez. Dora trips on acid and then goes into the cartoon. <laughs> yeah, I wish I could say. I wish I could Commentary say. Commentary track. Just <laughs> do it. Honestly, like I, I wish I could say he was exaggerating, but that's exactly what that's happens. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a, it's a, like a really funny movie. Like I wouldn't like say like it's not for everybody, but it's like really enjoyable. I think like the like, first half is funny, and then when they go doing like the Dora stuff, it gets it kind of like drags. Kind of, it, it's still like a like, super enjoyable movie. Yeah, yeah. Like there was no point where I was bored with it or like annoyed with it. It's it a solid. I had a good time watching yeah, it. Yeah, it was a fun. And that's time. all I wanted. It was definitely yeah. a fun time. Let's see. Yeah, Benicio del Toro's in the movie too. He is. He plays Swiper. Swiper. <laughs> yeah. Best casting ever. Honestly, <laughs> uh, Boba Fett's in that movie too. Boba Fett, the actor who played. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Or okay, he played Jango Fett, and he's playing Boba yeah. Fett in Mandalorian, in Mandalorian now. Yeah. yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Haven't seen so, Mandalorian, so. Yeah, neither <laughs> of you have. You. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I've seen the first. I've seen the first season. Right. Well, yeah. I'm just, just, I'm just waiting. I'm just you're waiting on the second season. In, in front of the second season. That's fine. Come out. No, I think I'm. Just I think gonna, overall, I'm enjoying the second season a lot better than the first season. I mean, it okay. looks cooler. It's got Ahsoka, so. Yeah, like, you have Ahsoka. We'll, you have Boba Fett here. Now she got. She got her own show too. Now she got. She's about to get her own show. Yeah, doesn't he like? When we're recording this, Disney just dropped a bunch of like new shows and announcements and trailers and stuff. I don't know. I'm not gonna lie. Not a lot of those trailers got me hyped. 
Like, which is yeah, weird. Well, the, Mar- the Marvel ones did. The Star Wars ones even were mostly. Marvel, even the like, Marvel like, ones the Loki for me. One, really? Like, yeah. The Loki one, the only part I really liked was like the whole Owen Wilson scene. Yeah. The, <laughs> the yeah, that's the fair. That was great. I don't know. Everything like, else, I, think, I didn't like. I'm like, okay, cool. Well, okay. I think I'm very hyped for them most because I didn't really know what to expect from them. And when I saw the trailers, I'm like, this isn't all what I thought it was going to be. And that got me kind of excited. Like, cause Well, now, after, out of all of them, though, I would say that Loki one probably looked the best to me. Oh, I'm just because like yeah. I wasn't sure what they were gonna do with Loki. Loki was probably the least hype for me. Right, I, I was more interested in the. It looks you know, interesting. Falcon and um, the Winter yeah. Soldier. I didn't like. Yeah, it. and I ironic. I didn't. I didn't and then like I, that trailer. Well, yeah. No, I didn't like that. Have the ke- like at least inside the trailer, they don't have that chemistry that. You, like, I'm holding out hope because like I do know like in real life, Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie are like good friends. Yeah, I know exactly, they have great chemistry. Like, and I'm hoping that comes across. It doesn't really in the trailer, and I'll grant mm-hmm. you the trailer isn't great, but I still think that show's gonna be pretty good. I think okay, I think it's gonna be hype, but like. They don't have the can like they tried like pushing like oh this is like here's like slightly more of their comedic side right, right. in the end of that trailer, you don't you don't feel like I'm like okay it's, cool they're doing they like the like they're, they're doing the, the straight man the funny man bit and that's but really but it's like not it doesn't yeah. come off like yeah. that you know, but WandaVision looks great WandaVision of I'm course I'm super awesome. hyped for that one, that one looks awesome, Miss Marvel looks interesting yeah okay so I think that you guys I... know like my dad hates superhero movies right yes when they announced that mm-hmm. when I ran over to him like yo. So they're making a Pakistani Muslim superhero. How do you feel? <laughs> How did he feel? He just stared at me. And just didn't answer. He's just like, what really? the hell's wrong with this? But yeah, no. No, Miss Marvel's cool too. Uh, yeah. Like one of the more recent Marvel characters, her comic run is really good. And That's good. Um, she was easily the best thing about the Avengers video game that just came out recently. Okay. So okay. yeah, hype for that. Interesting. I heard the opposite. Really? About pretty much everything that she just said. <laughs> like, I heard that. Well, I, I don't know because I, I haven't read the, the comics, yeah. but I've heard that a lot of people don't really like them or that yeah. it's not very popular. And I've also heard that, like, I she wasn't that great in the in the movies or in the, the video game. Well, like, the video game's not very great in general. Uh, but, yeah. like, her, like, just her, like, general, like, she's the protagonist of the game. So she's good there. She has a really interesting relationship with Bruce Banner. I think it's cool, and it's like the best part. Like the best part of that game is the story, and she sell and she's good in the story. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I, I just, uh, that's up, what I've, it's that's up what to you. I've At least that that's just me. Like I don't know how many people agree with me on that. That's just how. Okay. Yeah. Modok sucks in that game, and Modok's gonna get a TV show too, like uh like a animated oh, yeah. like oh. voice by Pan Oswald, I believe. Oh. Yeah, it's like I don't know if it's like. That's not- Work. No, it's like an Adult Swim like animated Marvel show. Okay. okay. Oh. I saw one trailer for it. It looks pretty good. But I just haven't seen much about it's it. It's weird because like now Disney owns the weirdest stuff too. Yeah, they own like everything. they yeah. own. It's always sunny in Philly. Yeah, technically that's, they own that's FX. A, yeah, that's yeah. Disney. That's a Disney show. <laughs> it's a Disney show. I guess technically it is. <laughs> no, not technically it is. No, a it Disney is. Show. Yeah. <laughs> so Disney just gave It's Always Sunny four more seasons. Yeah, they yeah. Geez, four more seasons. <laughs> I don't know. Like I watched, I've watched every season so far. I think after like twelve, it starts going. It, down. it starts oh, going no. down. I'm not. So I've watched everything except the that. most recent two seasons. I think, or okay, I don't know. Um, I think I watched part of. What season was the when they got trapped on the boat? Because that was the last time I, I, I remembered exactly. Oh, what was when happening. they like die. Quote, yeah, quote. yeah, yeah. That was like. That was pretty recent. It wasn't like that long. That was like the last season I remember. Like, oh, I know what season I'm on. I think after that, it gets weird. Because like after yeah. that, they brought on like a ton of other writers. Like originally, it was just like, you know, them as a friend group, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And then like in the recent seasons, like if you look at the writer credits, 
they bring in like new writers and nothing against them like it's not like they're bad episodes it's just it doesn't have the same feeling as the original right. well i feel like it's really hard to keep momentum on a show like that going because like it's been going for yeah. a while and it's, it's like and it's been thriving technically the longest running live action tv series really with the four season renewal it's becoming yeah it yeah, must be what well, would have to have it had to beat like geez like some like old like I think the previous record was like some old like Western show, wasn't it? Yeah, but now they're the highest. So don't yeah, okay. like what do like soap operas count as though? Because well, okay, soap That's operas really are like basically one long season though. They have like hundred episodes okay. for like one yeah. season. That's true. Soap operas are interesting. Some yeah. of them like because I know my mom's been watching like one <laughs> yeah. for like years, <laughs> no, like good. since I've like seen TV. Since I've, I've known her. my mom. <laughs> and then I like and then I've like looked at the season, like looked at the episodes and everything. It goes back to like. 79 yeah, but they 69, have like, the league. like they don't have like high season amounts though like they have like high episodes per season so 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 it's by season so it's by yeah. season yeah. by okay. season well okay yeah because yeah, i know like law and order too like both law and order and svu have been going on since like the 90s i think law and order svu now is on it's like i don't know like i don't even know 20th season maybe oh, i don't shit. yeah okay yeah it's yeah i don't know damn but again, that one's interesting because that one's in a weird. It's like kind of technically a spinoff of just Law and Order, and like there's like different types of Law and Order, and then it's also in Chicago PD. There's a crossover episode with Chicago oh, PD. God. <laughs> oh god! Yeah. And I think it crosses over with a couple other. It's weird. Like there's a whole like they sometimes cross over with other like crime shows. <laughs> okay. It happens fairly often. <laughs> yeah. TV Crossover. crossovers are weird. It's very weird. It's because like we talked about like I think we talked about like the Disney Channel yeah, the crossovers Disney and yeah. that's like okay I can see that but like I don't expect like Law and Order to cross over with other crime shows but it yeah. totally does. Hey. Interesting. They're on the same that. universe. That was like a three episode arc too. Jeez, I just remembering it. That's like a really dramatic like thing. Now Marvel's gonna be doing that for like basically every TV show. Probably. I guess so. I'm I'm interested to see what that formula looks like because that's not like super. I'm kind of scared to be honest. Really. Well, I... the, the the also. Because then once you cross over, you know that they're in that universe and like if there's like a big like problem and then it's just like, well, why don't you call, you know, your yeah. friend uh, Miss Marvel or why right. don't you call, Become, you know, Wanda over there too. Well, yeah. the, one of the things about them, like it's been pointed out that the Marvel movies are like the big events taking place in these worlds yeah. and the TV shows are kind of like the gaps in between of like they're not True. like huge world ending stuff, but it's like what they're doing in their off time basically. True. And even Iron Man 3 kind of feels like that. It feels like a side adventure to like other avenger stuff yeah but like i mean it was it's not that it's more like just i don't know like how how do you like like there's two ways of going about it one is like you either mix you make everything essential right where every single piece of their tv shows has to be right watched one right and i feel like that's the way that they're gonna have to go with it because i think that's yeah. what they're doing higher, like expensive creative. i think they say like you mm. won't really get like dr strange 2 unless you watch wandavision exactly like, and it's like uh, i don't know at that point just I feel like they're I'm curious because it. well, it's true. They, that, there's like I'm saying too much to because they I'm had like they were doing like two movies a year, right? Yeah, yeah. And then now they're doing what next 2021. So far, they have like what three or four. <laughs> they have a lot of catching up to do. Yeah, <laughs> they have a bunch of uh, what's it which called? Is, bunch of TV shows mm-hmm. coming out. So I'm, I'm I'm skeptical, but I'm curious because like the previous television thing of like they have Agents of Shield and then the Marvel Netflix shows, which just 
but like, don't none matter. of them really but they like, don't well like yeah. they they're like technically part of the universe they but also, yeah, yeah they weren't watch. essential to like the story yeah, but like, like if no, you like yeah. maybe agents of shield sort of well, but they weren't well, really no, essential agents of shield was like kind of positioning itself as like oh yeah we're yeah. like essential like, to story like if you watched well, it, it you would was. get some pieces no, but, but like, it wasn't it's not essential like super early the movies outpaced agents of shield and they weren't able to keep up so they were just like okay whatever we're going to do our own thing and it's like it's like they stuck with that whole thing for like four seasons I mean they kind of did but then fuck this and then Space. <laughs> <laughs> no, they went to space and they got canceled. Wait, no, yeah, because they, no, they, yeah. they, they time traveled to like five centuries in oh, the future. Oh, they did. Yeah. Because yeah. I remember like I stopped watching and I was like, okay, oh, here's okay. a new episode. Let me check this? it out. What if it's kind of like what Agent Carter did where it's like... Because Agent Carter was like its own think, thing. I don't think... Okay, yeah, Agent Carter was, but like, I don't think that's what they're going to be doing now. That's like my big fear. Yeah, because yeah. you can't really do that with some of these characters. Not really. Well, no, not really. But like Agent Carter was interesting because it's like... I mean, it it was kind of its own thing, but also it does connect pretty easily to the rest of the MCU more yeah. so than Agents of Shield did, or any of the other shows. Not really. Did. Like Agent Carter was pretty disconnected. Besides, like the Jarvis connection, like there wasn't really that much that connected. It, at least for me, it felt more connected because it's like okay, you're like you're seeing like the familiar people. It's not like the B cast of TV actors it, it, being like, put in. I, like, know, I know it was like familiar people, but yeah. like it never really tied into like the big story of the MCU. But that's, that's what they're going to do yeah. now with yeah. all this. Yeah, like that's what they're going to do now and. Like, it's cool, but it's also really ambitious, but also, like, really, it can be complicated, and that could be overwhelming to a lot of people just watching. And then watching. also, like, another thing that, like, kind of freaks me out is, like, it's rewatchability value. Because, like, now, at, like, you can't just, like, be like, oh, I'm going to watch Doctor Strange 2, just, like, you know, for the fun of it. You're yeah, and like, then, oh, like, you completely watch. forgot all about WandaVision. Well, exactly. look, I never had like, that problem exactly. so Which far. Because yeah. I was, I was kind of, like, I remember, like... I was thinking Endgame is one of the first Marvel movies. Like, really depends on you to watch the other movies to but, get it. Like now they're doing that for like pretty, pretty much every. Like, it seems like which it's do that yeah, it seems like, and I'm hoping that's not the way to go because like I know like a lot of people want to watch Endgame, but they didn't put in the time of watching the other Marvel movies. Yeah. And you can watch like most of the other Marvel movies out of order, and you'll be fine. Like you'll kind of not get everything, but you'll yeah. you'll get it. Yeah. Um, but like Endgame and Infinity War to a lesser extent, where like the first ones like really needed you to see everything before then to yeah. like fully get like you know get caught up in it um and i'm i am kind of worried that like that's kind of be what like all the movies are like now but i'm hoping it's not essential because part of the marvel's big um appeal is it's like it has super massive appeal anyone and their mom can watch a marvel movie anyone can go watch it and enjoy it so kind of getting rid of that by kind of like making it so everyone needs to like do their homework before watching it mm -hmm. that's gonna be a big blow yeah. but I, then the, then you fall into that problem of like well if it's not essential like then why bother why, why bother yeah, to yeah. or like you know if i only have a specific amount of time to watch you know two in, of the three which one do i choose it's like well in, in that case you kind of need to do what the netflix shows did of like it's not essential it barely matters but it's just kind of cool on its own right but, like, but even then like yeah. the netflix shows are kind of shaky about that it's like a rock and a hard place because yeah. if you do non-essential at all Nobody's nobody watch it. nobody feels like it it's it any point yeah. of watching it if you do it too much then people get overwhelmed and it's like and okay they're well, still not gonna watch it yeah, yeah, then, yeah. so mm -hmm. i feel like the best sweet spot is like the punisher season one and two of the punisher which as long as you watch it after daredevil season two you're you can watch them whenever because the mm -hmm. bar the netflix marvel shows have a big problem of like okay you need to watch jessica jones season one and then or daredevil season one then jessica jones season one then daredevil season two and then luke cage and then iron fist and then defenders and then luke cage season two wait that's basically what they're gonna be doing now too kind like, of but like i just imagine like could you imagine like watching like luke cage season one and then moving on to season two because like there's a huge difference there and you're not gonna know what's going on no, but like that's like, exactly like what's gonna happen now because like you have like the she-hulk right or whatever like you, yeah. you're getting these like 
the Hawkeye. So I'm show. hoping that like they figure it out because if they do like just with a Netflix show, because like Punisher works because Punisher is kind of removed from everything else. So like yeah. if you, if you watch it after season two of Daredevil, you can watch them back to back seasons, whatever order. Like it doesn't matter, and it and it's not essential to anything really, but it's just really good on its own and it stands out on its own. Yeah, I just think that there's gonna. I think it depends on, like. It's just going to fall on who wants to, like, if whatever, gonna, whichever gonna, way they go, and I think they're going to go with, like, making it a little more essential, so, like, you have to watch these, which was what it sounds like. So that's part it's going to be dependent they're on... they're spending so much money yeah. on this. Like, so part of the reason I'm so optimistic is because all the actors are, like, pretty, like, all of them involved in these projects are pretty excited about it, and they do think that yeah. they're good. Yeah, of course. And that says yeah. a lot, um, because, like, you know, even Marvel actors don't have to say that they're in good movies, but they just kind of you know, really believe that they are. Yeah. And that means a lot. And I'm, and the reason like, you know, Paul Bettany is super excited about WandaVision and the Mackie is super excited about, um, Falcon well, I, mean, Soldier. Like, I mean, it makes sense that they would, but like, I don't know. It just feels like as a bigger picture, they might be like, I feel like, cause like the problem that I'm having is like, okay, they went from two movies a year mm-hmm. to now everything, like, you know, like yeah, four that, shows. Look, it does worry movies. me now. I feel like they should have like eased it more. I think they're going to have to figure it out. Like, I think they're going to have to figure out as they go. And even then, like these same kind of doubts are exactly kind of doubts people had, like in Phase Two of Marvel, where we're kind of like. And so I'm, I'm hoping they can pull it off. I think Marvel has its, you know, has its shit together right now. It's gonna. I mean, it sounds like what they're going to do is make it all essential, and it's just going to come down to, you know, who are the true fans who are really going to want to see it. And like, I think that the people who are still really into it or. You know stuff like that. They're gonna see it, and if you know people yeah. don't want to see it, then they don't want to see it. I think they it just, and... just need to make sure that they can still keep that big appeal. Endgame didn't get to make that much money because only true fans were watching it because everyone That's watched true. it. That's true. Like, so we'll see how it goes. I'm excited. I'm cautiously optimistic. I'm I'm just intrigued most more than anything else. Yeah. What it like, sounds like is they're basically just starting to do like what the comics are ba- what the comics did where they just right. like you know there's like all these comics out and like that's it's like true. it's hard to like decide and like the comic, which which like ones yeah. to get the, the big benefit so of that is the recent comics like storylines get so convoluted is because like you know these characters aren't in the public domain but when you put them in comics they might as well be because you have so many different people coming in to work on it mm. under just one general umbrella and then if when that happens it, they might as well be in the public domain because they're always doing wildly different things they like are just have like a vague let's say you want to start reading comics you have no idea where to start right because, and that's, like, th- yeah that's yeah. the thing that's, that's the point like, like, it's like they might not be able to get new fans and i think marvel is yeah. i think marvel already like starts off on a better foot than that because it's like if you want to start reading iron man comics do you go all the way back to the 50s or do you start with this this one or do you start with this one yeah like how do i need to read yeah Avengers like, comics like too? what do you need to do like and i feel like the marvels like the marvel movies already have a pretty like loosely like understood order already yeah and they all have like the, you know one like not creative team but like one like kind of general direction well, they, do, going they have like this whole um i forgot what they call it it's kind of it's like some type of committee or whatever it's like well yeah 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 they have that like yeah. in the macro sense but like in the micro sense it's like individual directors and creative teams per movie true, true. No, but like the thing is like i don't know like after this point like right now like if somebody wants to become a marvel fan right like you right. have like a specific order but like after yeah now, after, after like that like it's gonna be a bit now. hard i feel it's like, like it, it's the it's same like, thing yeah. if like right like right now there's a specific order which i'm sure the comics when they first started of course had, had that, that yeah. but as soon as you know you started getting multiple things here and like deviating from this exactly. you know going, yeah like, like, creating yeah, all this different thing. creating so much granted, stuff granted the reason totally fine granted the reason like the comic industry like was not organized the best way 
And that's why I feel like this problem might not carry over because the movies are organized a lot better than comics were. Um, which it's entirely possible it could yeah, happen, and there'd be they, like there'd be like, a lot slower and everything, and there'd be a really dramatic irony in that if like comics or the movies kind of like not fall apart. The comics are doing fine; they're still making pretty good comics. It's yeah. just like they don't have that same mass appeal as they used to. You got to also remember it's cheaper to make comics than it is to make. TV it really shows, is, yeah. 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 It's but it's a it's a, a but it's a different process, and there's a whole like different publishing and yeah, even like you know like getting it out there is a lot harder to do for comics than it is for movies. True. Yeah, but I don't know, like. My fear is like in five years, if somebody wants to become a Marvel movie fan, right? Yeah. Or like just a Marvel fan. Like, I feel how like. How do they. Because like they're not going to be like, okay, do we have to watch before Endgame? Do we have to watch all the stuff before I feel like you just have to will. do. I feel do like we what you have to do is like. The Iron you, Man stuff, do we not? I think you just have to like do what you would do with Star Wars and be like, ask a friend who knows and like get a recommendation. Like, yeah, like, yeah, but Star still Wars doesn't have that much. Yeah. Like, because like, even if you don't read any of the comics and just watch the movies, just the movies, sure. you, get it, you get pretty much everything just fine. Except, you know, the TV show, but even the TV show, it just fills so far, again, so yeah. far the TV shows that are canon don't really like I mean they affect well, like, 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 like the main start like the main number trilogy, right? But like you, you get you to like issues like Rogue One where it's like who is Forrest Whitaker's character and why does he matter? You need to watch a few episodes again, of Clone like, Wars to get it. Again, it's like it's not I essential, but yeah. I, no, yeah. You don't really need to. Like it's just like a father for yeah. like, again, if yeah. you want more information, it's there, but you don't need that. Right. In yeah. Marvel with, now, with Marvel it's like if like, you to understand like, Doctor yeah, Strange, to you need understand WandaVision. it, you can. Well, I guess we'll have to wait and see. Like, yeah, because yeah. it's it could be possible. Like, it's like true. Yeah, yeah, it, like, it could just be like yeah, what yeah. they mean by that is like WandaVision is going to set up Doctor Strange too, and otherwise it's going to feel a little weird. But like, it it could be whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, because so far that's kind of what it's been. Yeah. But eventually they're going to get to a point where they're making so much stuff and they got so much different things where you're going to need to. Watch this stuff, and then it's it right. like becomes okay, like, like it, maybe not in even five years because the movies move a little slower. You yeah. know, maybe in 10, 15 years down the road, where they've made so much sure. stuff, and you're just like, okay, well, you know, let's jump into this. But it's like, no, I don't understand like, any like, of if this. If you want to watch like the Captain America trilogy, right? There's like a clear trilogy there. Yeah. But, like enough. Like imagine like in and honestly, years, like you can Doctor Strange trilogy. Yeah. You're not gonna be able to be like, okay, let me watch Doctor Strange one, Doctor Strange two, Doctor Strange three. Yeah. You look, you the might be able sounding. to. The the biggest part I'm concerned is because there's, uh, I'm stealing this joke entirely, mm-hmm. but you know how there's like semi confirmed that like the old Spider Man are gonna be in Doctor Strange two. Yeah. Now that one was interesting because somebody made a joke. It's like you have to watch Spider Man one, two, three, one, two, <laughs> and then one, two to get it. <laughs> yeah. We have, yeah. I mean, I don't know. We, have, we really... now have two and a half trilogies. Yeah, two and two thirds trilogies of Spider-Man movies. Yeah, I it, to me it didn't really sound like you needed to like watch. No, nah, it's gonna be like it's gonna be just like those characters yeah. are gonna be in it. No, I know, and I I get it. I, I'm saying though, like, because Marvel, like the last time I doubted Marvel was like, there's no way they can make the Guardians of the Galaxy good because it was like such an obscure, like nobody heard or them or cared about them team, so and now they're like they're like their house, favorite, their much, household yeah. names. Yeah, the one the like the, last time I doubted Marvel was with the Edgar Wright thing, and that didn't turn out very well. So, I, yeah, I, it's a mixed bag. And look, I, yeah, that's true. But I, I trust. But, like, but again, like I do, like yeah. I, they're the studio that I think really knows what direction they're going in. Wait, can we just have like a moment of silence for Kevin Feige's mental health? <laughs> Poor guy, dude. <laughs> okay, he's he's working. He's doing. He's his got best. just Good he, like his room is just filled with you know whiteboards of maps. How much sound cocaine is that guy doing? <laughs> everything. <laughs> Apparently he knows the plot. Of I thought you were gonna say apparently he does. <laughs> no, 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 no. I was gonna say like apparently like Kevin Feige, we love you. Sorry about that. <laughs> no, no, yeah, by all means, dude, you're doing great Hire work. Hire us, please. 
please. <laughs> oh, please. I would love yeah, to work for you. <laughs> we haven't we haven't came up with any ideas about the Marvel now. Marvel. Yeah. Marvel series. No, apparently we'll Kevin apparently Kevin Feige is one of the few people who like knows as much about the Suicide Squad movie as James Gunn does. Because I guess James Gunn was talking to him about it. So so, so Kevin Feige apparently knows what Suicide Damn, Squad's going to be about. Yeah. Mm. Good on him. Oh, yeah, yeah, talking about the Suicide Squad. Another thing that came in the news, the HBO Max theater thing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's like people are like doubting it. Or I just think it's like we don't have theaters. Not everyone has a theater right now. And it's probably going to be a while before we get them mm-hmm. back. So this is not a bad move. It's a bit weird and it's well, going to shake things up, but like But the thing is, like I, I get maybe like right now, but it seems like they want to move towards that like as a permanent thing, which which will, is, be, which will be which is yeah. probably going to be pretty problematic for a lot of yeah. theaters, especially if then other yeah. streaming sites do the same thing. Like like I don't know, like I like I like streaming I mean, to a certain extent. Yeah. Like I also want to go into the theaters. Yeah, exactly. Like right. that's a big part of things. Yeah. I kind of hope that like because Netflix has already kind of started. Like Netflix movies do not come out in theaters. Maybe they'll release like in one theater, like a local place will show it. Yeah, because they own but, a like, theater in uh, what's it called? Yeah, they own the Egyptian theater. But, like movies made for Netflix don't get released yeah. in theaters. Like I know when El Camino came out, like some local theaters played it here for like a few days. Yeah, yeah. the chemo did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, but yeah, it's no, nowhere near like. And I don't, I don't necessarily believe that's gonna be the future of like watching movies, but because I feel like the theater as a concept will like always like it'll, if it like dies after COVID, it'll probably come back in some way later on. Mm, At least I have, I want to believe that. I think okay. To be honest, like this is gonna be the worst probably idea. But the only way I feel like theaters can like survive in the long term is if they merge with the big studios, which is a shitty way that's, of saying something. Because that's exactly yeah. what happened. Like yeah, in, what, the but, 30s yeah. And that's 40s. what I was thinking. Is like that's, if, yeah. if, if if like Netflix bought the theaters so that that way they can release their movies in those theaters. Because that's you know, something that's, like no, that. That's legit. What they did, they bought yeah. the Egyptian theater, and that's how they get like their Oscar elig- eligibility now. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, they that's just release in one yeah, theater that's, in that's, LA. And that's why they get to not be nominated for Oscars. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's weird and the tricky thing about like just merging with studios like in the 30s because like that almost killed the movie industry. No, like, no, because like the theaters they started up from the studios. Well, because like look the early the early Hollywood like figuring that shit out like yeah it was weird. eventually led to a point where like movies almost died because like you know the whole studio system just got too big to sustain. Because well, okay, because at that point they like even though like they had like they would sell the movies to the theaters right and they would like have like bulk yeah. basically sell them. So the thing is, like, okay, if you, like, have... Because, like, all the studios are, like, they kind of combined to make IMDb, right? They all collaborated yeah. on that. They all collaborated on, like, the box office, like, websites, right? Mm-hmm. So the thing is, like, okay, if you get all of them to, like, you know, come together and be, like, okay, here's, a, like, a movie chain or two. Right. Like, again, ticket prices would go crazy high because they got, well, you know, one source of the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that will probably be, like, the only way theater, at least in my opinion... From what I understand, like the theaters would be able to survive in the world. And again, I'm probably just being optimistic because I still like I love the theater experience too much to ever like want to live in a world without it. So like, yeah, I don't want to live in a like, yeah. world without theaters. Like, realistically, no, realistically, like, I'm yeah. I'm worried. I'm really worried for movie theaters. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just I just have to hope that like they'll come back some way somehow. Cause, like, okay, because like if okay if you look at it like in the big picture, right? Besides like the big studio movies, you know, theater going is going down, right? It's yeah, it's been gradually declining forever. It's, I just still feel like it's still like a thing that people want to do, and I feel like people are always gonna want to do it somehow. True, yeah, no, but like the thing is, like, I'm not saying like like they're gonna die, but I feel like the only way that they can like 
survive, survive yeah. in like the long term in the best yeah. way is like if yeah. they. I I mean I don't do I don't that. I'm not I I th- I get what you're saying and I do think that it's a, like a a real possibility that that could happen, mm-hmm. but I do I mean I do see other ways in which they I mean just they bring back survive drive-ins. bring back drive-ins drive-ins I mean yeah. I feel like that's like that. You know, I hold up for that is because that seems like the obvious solution to like current why we can't go see movies yeah. in theaters. Yeah. But like the thing about drive-ins is like you have to like that's a lot of land you have to buy, yeah. a lot of projections you have to maintain, and like yeah, it's, a, it's a lot to keep up. And the that's, land is, land is less expensive than the right like the actual the well, sure, well, sure, the theater yeah. or also yeah. just yeah, just like I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm, I'm not saying it's impossible, but like it's a it's a thing that like every town had a drive-in theater and then eventually they all got abandoned and then now we have mo- actual movie theaters so like going back to square run square one and like keeping it up past when we don't need it anymore mm-hmm. is probably like a shaky investment at the at best yeah it's a it's still a cool novelty i feel like even now like if one was available and you know functioning i would still go see a drive-in don't theater we have so often. the Bloomfields to drive in yeah and they're not doing new releases and they're also like kind of shaky about yeah. admission because remember they were like they were about to do Freaky that one time. Yeah, and I was yeah, excited we for were, that. Yeah, we were gonna go. We were gonna go see yeah. it. Which I was I, like, geez. and like the week after they released it, and oh, what's it called? Thingamabob on like Voodoo and shit. Yeah, oh. it's not a bad movie. I'm not gonna lie. Voodoo, it's weird too, but like also fun. like the consequence of like this current state we're living in is like I learned to appreciate new movies, like any movie, any movie that's like new and coming out. I appreciate that a lot more now than I ever did, because yeah. we're not getting movies anymore. Yeah. And then I was really disappointed because I watched Witches. And I was... Whoa. whoa. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, uh. Uh, it's like a new Robert thing. Zemeckis, just please, just go to sleep, my guy. Just have fun. Just, just take just a break, retire. Robert. Sorry, Robert, I, I love, love you. But yeah. No, no more. Witches was... Okay, Witches, because I was pretty hyped for it. Well, not not hyped, but like I was... It was on my radar uh-huh. because I love Roald Dahl stories. I, it was a great cast. I thought Anne Hathaway like would be awesome. You know what really pisses me, about, uh, pisses me about that movie? What? That movie was supposed to be co-direct. It was supposed to be a stop-motion animated film that was co-directed by Guillermo del Toro and really? Alfonso Cuarón. Jeez, mm. dude. Yeah, so the Gravity oh. guy and the guy who made Harry Potter no, no, three, no. in my opinion, the best Harry Potter movie, and Guillermo mm. del Toro. Agreed. Yeah. They, he, it like, would have been look. I and he's still listed as a producer, but like they took him out the project because like, oh, we don't want animated. We want live action. So when I, the first review I saw for Witches, it was like a three out of five stars, and it's like, ah, I mean, it's a good cast, but it didn't come together. That's pretty generous because that movie's kind of a that mess kinda, yeah and i can't decide if i love or hate anne hathaway's acting in that i love anne hathaway she's amazing and i i, I remember like thinking like i don't know if this is, like because like she's very clearly like going crazy with it yeah. i think that's great but also like it's also like kind of awkward and yeah i don't know i still I'll like this though the bad yeah. cg in that movie actually works in the favor for the movie it kind of does that's yeah. like the one movie where like it kind of really works yeah have you seen it or not? No, I haven't. Seen Have it. you seen it's, anything of Anne Hathaway's face, like yeah. as a witch? Oh yeah. God, I because I mean, the CG is terrible. Yeah, it's pretty but not good. It, it works for the movie, like in yeah. a weird way. That's like my only compliment. Yeah, like the vi- like the visuals look. I mean, like I could yeah. tell that it wasn't great, but I saw and the visuals. Like it was like okay, honestly, like it still really, looks fine. It's really scary. Yeah, <laughs> it's actually like shit. And oh. normally, like if I see a movie I don't like very much, I just never think about it, and I just th- I just remember like one good thing, and then just yeah, it carries me. Yeah. Like that's what I did with Hellboy, the new Hellboy, oh. where I was like, oh well, David Harbour was great in that movie, and I remember, and that's yeah. the only thing I choose to remember about it. <laughs> Was that David Harbour was good and the rest of it was bad. He was really, he, like, that movie should have been so much better. It should have. It, well, yeah. Damn. I remember t- thinking, too, like, for a long time, I was like, no, this is this is probably pretty good. And, and, like, the reviews are lying. But it's like, no, it's not. But David Harbour's great in that movie. Yeah. He's easily the best part. I put it, like, on the same level as, like, 
The Mummy with Tom Cruise. Where it's really? Like, oh, like good yeah. pr- main actor performance, but like the rest of the movie's kind of shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, that's more or less how I feel about Witches with Anne Hathaway. It's like Anne Hathaway was entertaining in that movie. She was definitely interesting. Yeah. She, she chose. <laughs> she chose. <laughs> she made choices. <laughs> we'll say Look, that. I think some. I think sometimes an actor just needs to kind of like do something for fun. True. Like, yeah, very true. Like, you might as well. Yeah. That's the whole reason like Spy Kids Three has George Clooney in it. <laughs> like, they filmed. Okay, so he's in that. He's in that movie for like a collective total of like maybe five minutes. He plays the president. Yeah, yeah. And they just talked to him. I don't even, I don't even know about five yeah. minutes. They, yeah, yeah. They, just, they just talked Black to him. Yeah, not even, he takes it off. Takes not it even. Off. Yeah. <laughs> but that scene, I looked because like I remember thinking like I saw a post about like how crazy that movie is. Like why all these actors are here. And it's because mostly they did it for fun because they yeah, like. Selena the, Gomez is in that movie. It's too. her first. Like, yeah. Her first movie ever. Yeah. Three. If like. Yeah. Like, Three seconds. It's supposed to be Demi Lovato too. Really? Oh. Yeah. Oh shit. Or she read. She read for the part, and she. They just assumed that she would get the part, but then Selena Gomez came in at the last minute. Uh, well, shit. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But yeah. Damn. Good on them. But that. <clears throat> excuse me. But that scene with George Clooney, um, was shot in like an afternoon. Like he literally just had to put on a suit that's jacket true, and tie. True. He was wearing pajama pants while he was doing it. I'm sure. And it's, it's in his that's own true. living room. So like, of course, like, why not? Like, he likes because like. Robert Rodriguez is just a good director to work with, apparently. apparently. And he's, like, really good at just getting these things done quickly because his movies are, like, super low budget. He gets mm-hmm. them filmed and yeah. shot and edited in, like, months. Yeah, because he does yeah. his, like, own editing. and shit. He does the editing. He does a score. He's a producer, mm-hmm. a director. He does everything. Yeah. And I respect his his particular brand of filmmaking. Even if, like, his movies aren't always that great, I just respect, like, the guy's okay. hustle. Okay, <laughs> that guy really stepped out for Alita. What do you guys think about that? Yeah. Uh, so Alita I was, liked it. yeah. I, I I know that the ending was a little iffy because it like felt like an ending, and then like no, five minutes later really, there was another like, ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah, that's, that was like, that was my biggest uh, sticking point. Was like I thought like, oh the movie's over now, and then yeah. it's like no it's not over, but then it is. I'm like okay, so. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> other than that, overall I thought it was really cool though. Really, like, okay. I thought it was cool. Like it was like it's ironic. The like, character was I thought was really cool. It's definitely like, the most production value that he's worked with. And it's somehow yeah. still like one of my not least favorite, but like lesser loved ones of his movies. Yeah, I don't hate the movie at all. I think it just like it's not quite for me. Okay. Like I didn't, it didn't really like hit that sweet spot. I was hoping it would of like being this like really interesting, like future tech kind of story. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Overall, yeah, that was good. I guess I could see that. I don't know. I I mean, I could see that, but I I I thought it was really cool. Okay. It looked. I mean, like the. Like CGI. No, it's pretty yeah. good. So yeah, it's really yeah, yeah. good. Especially better than what he usually has to work with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What are you talking about, my guy? Those are masterpieces. Spike Kids Three. <laughs> I remember. Like, I remember when Spike Kids Three came out. I was thinking to myself, I I love the movie to this day. I loved it then. I loved it now. I was still thinking they're like like actual real life video games look better than this like fake <laughs> video game. Ouch. I mean, and th- yeah. this is like 2008 when video games still look like terrible, but like yeah. still. Shit. 2008. I still thought some of the video games looked good. Yeah, by today's standards, they look. I mean, yeah, by today's yeah. standards, they yeah. don't look. Yeah, great. of course. Yeah, no, I think we're just kind of spoiled because like video game graphics are like um, like really skyrocketed in yeah. the past few years. Even like even like today, like you see a video game and then like in five years, it's not gonna look great. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Even though like it looks. There's a handful of games that really still good. hold up, um, pretty well. Like because generally video games graphics won't like look good if they're trying to look realistic. Mm-hmm. They'll stop looking realistic at least two years after yeah, yeah, it yeah. comes out. 
Yeah. And, there's, and there's a couple games that kind of survive that. Like they have the Jurassic Park effect where it just it's gonna look it's gonna it's just gonna look good forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm still convinced that they didn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. Park. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no man. way. Those are, yeah. Those are some. Yeah. Sad. I don't know. Maybe it's just the lighting, the dark lighting, and then no, like the rain. I, I know that a lot it, of the scenes aren't. I know a lot of the scenes are in the yeah in the like okay the day, whole end but... Jurassic Park scene right like okay when you do like visual effects you have to do like a shit ton of planning right yeah yeah the whole ending of Jurassic Park was just like made up in a day uh, Spielberg was like oh we need the T Rex to come back so we're just gonna have him eat the raptors and all that right. shit so they just filmed that shot and it still looks amazing. Besides that one frame where it magically I disappears. Remember, yeah. Like, yeah. I remember back when I used to take film classes, or like official film classes at CNM, like yeah. you guys do. They they would tell me this concept about how like a lot of times a movie's production will be a, a like your like perception of production will be affected by the actual movie that turns out. So if the movie is terrible and you're gonna think the production was terrible, and it's just kind of a thing that happens. That being said, like most of Spielberg's productions are like nightmares. They all like go wrong so terribly. But then, John, enough, in the yeah. movies that he's done recently, where he's kind of had everything under control, the yeah. qualities have come out a little bit less. Let's talk about Ready Player One, because, <laughs> uh, geez, like I can't remember the last time. I, I look, the movie's fine; it's really fine. Yeah. But like, there's like such an un, like I feel like that's a movie world that I should want to like. I should like want a sequel like a lot. Like I want to explore that world more. They've written the but sequel. I don't, Apparently, but it's I, terrible. But I, yeah. <laughs> But like, I just don't like want to come back to that movie anymore. Like, it just yeah. I'll say this: like, so like, okay, the Shining scene, I will always love. Yeah. Well, yeah, I like it. It's it just. Great. <laughs> I remember but. I, so I watched that movie in theaters twice. I watched it once in like theaters, and I watched it again at a dollar movie uh-huh. when I was babysitting some kids. Yeah. And I took them to go see it, and I, and I remember talking like, I think one of them like said like, "Was Shining a real movie?" And I was like, "Yeah, Shining was a real movie. You shouldn't <laughs> watch, kids it. Wanna <laughs> watch it. You shouldn't watch it." Yeah, I remember. I, I remember the mom was like kind of iffy about like me taking them to see it too. So I was like, I'm definitely not going to convince them to watch Shining. <laughs> so like, uh, yeah, I remember. I watched The Shining for the first time after that movie. Really? I still, I still like. It's, yeah, because I I did too. Great. Like the because I watched it with you, the Ready Player One. Yeah, and that like, was the weirdest thing yeah, too. Yeah, <laughs> but like it was, but I like really enjoyed it then. And then I actually like rewatched Ready Player One like this year earlier this year I think. Mm-hmm. And then I don't. It was. It wasn't as. I didn't really like it as much. It's a very whelming. Like not underwhelming, not overwhelming. It's just whelming. Are we? <laughs> yeah. Are we worried about Spielberg? Not particularly. Look, I. I don't what, know. what was his last good movie? His last like really. He hasn't done a whole lot lately. Like I wouldn't call Ray Player One like a really strong movie, especially yeah, not like, for him. Okay, like okay. And what's the last like Spielberg level movie? Like when you think Spielberg. I don't know, like, man. Great one. Cause like I'm thinking like probably like Munich, from like '05. Maybe yeah. That's like 15 years of like. Jeez yeah, cause I'm trying to think like what has he done? So there's Ready Player Pop- IMDb. I guess because Ready Player One wasn't amazing, and then let's see, he did. Uh, oh, we got a TV. Oh, are we doing <laughs> he, on the TV? Okay, there's okay. he did the, he co-directed Indiana Jones too, and that one wasn't. No, he directed yeah. them. He didn't co-direct. I thought he co-directed with George Lucas. Nope. Oh, never mind. George Lucas never directed an Indiana Jones movie. Oh, never mind then. Let's um, go to his IMDb. And then take off. And then and War of the Worlds is like a famously like half good movie. Fair. So yeah, cl- yeah. close the producer or yeah, close the producer and then open the director specifically. Jeez. Yeah. So he's done Ready Player One, The Post, the BFG. Was oh, the fun. Post was pretty good. Okay. I still haven't seen the Post. I haven't seen the Post uh, either. Uh, the BFG was pretty. It was fun. It wasn't great. Yeah, None of my favorites. I didn't know he directed BFG. I haven't seen. British Spy is pretty good too. Lincoln, Lincoln was I. I Lincoln's was, good. 
Boring, great performance, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, pretty much. Tintin was great. Tintin I thought Peter great. Jackson did Tintin. No, uh, no, Peter Jackson produced. Okay. Peter Jackson was supposed to do the second Tintin. Well, Tintin's like a super that. underrated movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. No, it's got to be Indiana Jones. And the <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> His last uh, great movie. That's your last great movie. <laughs> no. Oh, God. Munich is, oh, War of the Worlds. I'm going to say my last, like, the one, like, the last uh, most recent Spielberg movie I really liked was The Post. The Post. Before okay. that, Bridge of Spies is also really good. Lincoln's really good. Okay, so we're not and worried Tintin. about Spielberg then. Nah, and even then, like, okay. I feel like okay. keeping up, like, a career as long as he has is, like, very difficult. So that's I don't, so true. if a director, like, gradually, like, just doesn't get a whole lot better, I don't hold it against them. And that's how I feel about Zemeckis. Like, really. Like, but I don't know. For me, Zemeckis is like he's really fallen off. It's it's look like you and I both know directing is difficult and like keep, it is. like it very do, much is. like making movies like that is hard. And I don't expect like everyone to like get a home run for a thirty year long career. Yeah, that's true. But like yeah. I mean, like for me, it's like okay. For me, it doesn't matter if a movie is like necessarily good or not. It's like it was a movie enjoyable to watch. That's yeah. like a whole nother yeah. Thing. Like, okay, a movie might be great, but if it is enjoyable, I'm not going like, yeah. to love the movie. Right. Zemeckis, but like, even, he gives less of a shit about like his movies and his stories, more about like the visual effects. Yeah, but I can also argue, like you can say the same thing about Michael Bay, but he's like in a weird other like other category of like directing. Like, but like, again, like if, you discon- if you disregard the, you know, the freaking Transformers franchise, Michael Bay still like, I mean, his movies are still hey, enjoyable. his first three? First three were okay, but I'm talking about like forget forget yeah. the fourth and fifth. One. Yeah, forget the fourth. <laughs> second and fifth. one was sure. garbage too. So it's just yeah, the second. <laughs> just the first that one, one wasn't and the even written. I don't. Was just, even, yeah, I don't like true. it. I mean, I've only seen a few of them, and I don't like any of them very much. The first one. Wait, yeah. wait, the first one wait, is wait, a masterpiece. You still haven't seen the first or the third one? I've seen first the first one I've is seen, a masterpiece. No, I've seen first one and Dark of the Moon. I think that I. So those are the only two good ones. Yeah, those. Okay, yeah. You're saying. You're saying. And I don't even like those ones. Okay. You're not saying. Your opinions are valid. Yeah. No, but yeah, no, like. The first, okay, besides the first, you know, if you take yeah, out the, the yeah. bad Transformers movies and all that stuff, like, dude's still making, like, enjoyable-ass movies. Well, right? and, yeah, they're six, enjoyable. Six, six, six Underground was uh, fun to watch. I, I don't know. I think... It's I, a bit six, long, yeah, six I like some like, of yeah. it, but I don't know. The action felt almost... Well, it, some of it felt okay, great. Like the that, car scene... That opening 20-minute... The, the opening, car, the opening was minute. great. The opening was great. I think, yeah. I, can we just start, like, okay... We we have the balls to like start a t- movie with a twenty minute yeah. action scene where they destroy yeah the yeah yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> I just think that the end, like the boat the boat scene was not was a, not yeah, the yeah. best no yeah I mean but, like all the parkour shit was the, the parkour stuff was great was yeah. Yeah, this is solid movie um Ryan Reynolds with an eyeball in his hand through, like while cars yeah. just like yeah. speeding through it come oh, on yeah. Like I don't know. if so the like, movie was just that twenty minutes, I'd be happy. I'm sad. Because I yeah, think well, about if it like just kept up that. Did you, okay, you guys know like his next movie is with Jake Gyllenhaal and uh, the guy who plays the, the bad guy, Black Manta from Aquaman. Oh, I don't remember his name, but I know. Yeah, yeah, about, yeah, it's yeah. like yeah, yeah, something, right? Mm-hmm. And then yeah. it's them just inside of an ambulance. That's the entire movie. <laughs> wow, like they like search up Michael Bay. Like yeah, the movie is ba- like literally just like Jake Gyllenhaal and somebody and his brother, I think, they steal a ambulance with like a critical patient and uh, somebody in the back. Hmm, it's weird. Like that's the entire movie apparently. So I'm like, I, I have a like a little bit of a hard time enjoying Michael Bay movies. Just well, okay, like her close the producer thing. Yeah. And go to director. He has more ambulance. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Okay. Ambulance. Read the. Th- 
synopsis for this shit. Two, two brothers two steal an ambulance after the robbery goes awry. That's all it says. That's awesome. The, that's the entire movie. It's like four cast members, and it's in, pretty much an entire movie set inside an ambulance. Okay, I'm interested. Mm-hmm. I think, like, because I think about, like, your philosophy of movies is very much, like, if you don't enjoy it, like, why it's not Exactly. Not. And I kind of think, like, I just need to, like, if when I watch a movie, I want to enjoy it, I want to have fun watching it, or I want to, like, have something to chew on after I watch it. True. Like, something to think about. Like, um, and if I can't like, do any of those things, then I don't really like movie. True. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Oh, um, on that same vein, I remember I watched Whiplash for the first time. That's um, a solid ass. It's movie. a super it's probably one of my new favorite movies now. It's a Blumhouse film. Yeah, and I watched it like I remember like I remember because like I had to go to work at like five AM the next day. So I was like, I'm gonna put a movie on and just fall asleep. I put on Whiplash. No. And I, <laughs> I watched it all the way through and then I couldn't sleep because I loved it so much. <laughs> and it's, it's an intense movie. Super good movie. Whole that um, whole ending is just yeah, one of the best endings of all time. Like, I'm surprised at that. Like, as far as like dramatic, like suspense building climaxes, it's like that one's like way better than like a lot of like any like any fight scene. Most and, action yeah. sequences, yeah, and it's just like a dude, kid playing drums that yeah. he doesn't know the song too. Diego, it's on Amazon Prime. You need watch to watch it. it. It's amazing. Have you seen it or no? No, no I haven't. I can watch t- it. I can always tell so when he ha- when he has a certain face he makes when he's I have like, yeah, it. Yeah, like, I like didn't say anything, and then just like. Diego, it's on Amazon Prime. You need to watch it. I know you haven't seen it, basically. Yeah. Which, like, yeah. No, but that whole ending, it's its like, legit. It's just a kid playing drums in and front I'm of an a, audience. I'm a sucker it's for... the most intense thing on the planet. I'm yeah. a sucker for movies like, do something really interesting with how they color grade it, and that movie does it really well. There's just a great comparison yeah. online you should totally watch. Because, like, okay, Whiplash was first a short film, and then they made it into a feature. Yeah. And then, have you seen the short film or not? Mm-mm, not the original. Like, you can watch it. Like, they have completely different color grades. And, like, yeah. it... Because, like, the first one is just shot, like, normally. And then the movie is, like, all freaking, like, you know, orange and tungsten. It's and a shit. very yellow movie. Yeah, it's a very much. yellow movie. Um, very, very. And it shouldn't work, but it does. Well, yeah, it's interesting because, like, the, the kind of, like, coloring they use, the lighting is, like, it's a very, like, warm, like, yellowish orange. Mm-hmm. And it makes you feel like, kind of safe. But every time they use it, it's, like, for the worst, like, scariest scenes. Yes. Um, so, like, you kind of associate it with, like, this intensity. And it feels, like, like pretty it, it's, it's a, just a cool very effect well yeah edited. That, that was actually like yeah. the editor's first edit, feature film editing job yeah, he won an oscar for it i think mm-hmm. like that movie won let's see okay so jk simmons got best supporting actor he got best editing best I editing it. yeah i was nominated for a bunch of other stuff that's a great soundtrack too very jazzy film great score one. yeah check it out anyone else listening please check out mm-hmm. that movie it's check amazing it okay la la land what do you guys think i i liked it yeah i mean i i think i only saw it like once or now, maybe I, twice i saw so the first time i saw it i for whatever reason i just, just didn't, didn't sit well i just like didn't remember a thing about it besides like a few things here and there uh-huh. and i watched it again and i was like oh yeah it's great i like it a lot i think like if i want my like intense musical movie i'll my intense jazz musical movie i'll take whiplash <laughs> but it's a very but like la la more of a musical and yeah, JK, yeah, yeah. and also it has jk simmons in it so for, like yeah. two scenes though yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but it's it's i love it's that good movie. no it's really why. good yeah I think I just—I only saw it once, and I liked it. Uh-huh. Um, I really liked it. I just need—I just—I like, think I need to see it again. That was like—I yeah. remember that was no, like I my was... most hyped movie for that year, 2016. Yeah, like over like again, Star Wars Rogue One came that year, right? I was yeah. it came yeah, out like yeah, right yeah. around the same time, and I was like, nah. My brother was like, oh, let's watch Rogue One. I'm like, nah, I'm watching La La Land, and he dragged me to uh, La La uh, Rogue One. And I missed that. Th- I almost missed that theater <laughs> experience. I was like, no, uh-huh. and I got it in the dollar theater. <laughs> Jeez. Which was still sad, but I I got it. 
I had a great time watching Rogue One when that came out because I watched that like I think that was my first movie I saw in flicks. Oh yeah, no Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, we're not we're saving to... that for the next episode. Yeah, no, in, in a couple of episodes. I think we just established a couple of episodes down the yeah. line. Sorry, we est- I think we established a rule for this podcast: unless we're going to talk about Star Wars, we don't talk about Star Wars. Like we either <laughs> we either prepare ourselves for like a three-hour debate or we don't mention it. Yeah, trust me, a three-hour debate's coming soon, and it's going to yeah. be spicy. It's a two-parter. Two-parter. So, so it's like a so one wait. in a forty-five, and then one in like a. 15 way to spoil the surprise guys Something. that's Something. fine yeah. I, everyone, like, it's a terrible episode don't watch it. <laughs> no <laughs> no it's great you want to you want to strap in for this one honestly like you want to strap in hopefully for that let's hope it turns out good i was a, okay so if it's an indication like that was supposed to be one episode and then we talked for four hours and now it's two episodes yeah so that's that's about what you had to expect oh i'm acting like we didn't record it yet <laughs> Well, I, well, I, look, exactly. I thought we were. I thought that's what we were gonna do, but yeah. No, I no, promise we rude. didn't. Exactly. I promise we didn't record that before a three-week hiatus. Of course, like, that's how we know it's four hours. Yeah, <laughs> we we are just looking into the future. Yeah, yeah we, we we tenant inversioned it. Yeah, yeah. Actually, okay. This is the weirdest thing. So I watched Tenant, right? And then I watched uh, this movie. Have you guys seen the uh, Denzel Washington Deja Vu movie? No. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Pop it up, cause I swear it's like if pop up the movie, pop up the commentary track. Go, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's I swear it's like if Michael Bay directed um, Tenet. It's weird, cause like it's a very similar movie. It's day. It's too. Uh, no, it's without the H. Oh. Deja, right there, right there, right there. Two thousand six. Oh, you know what? I think I was like. It's banging on when I want to watch that because I think I found that movie somehow. Because it's weirdly similar to, like, to Tenet. To Tenet, and it's weird. <laughs> and his son's in Tenet too. And yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's the weirdest <laughs> yeah. thing. And it's directed by Tony Wait. Scott, who did of uh, like uh, Top Gun and a lot of good stuff. Right? It looks like a Michael Bay movie. Already. It looks, it lo- yeah. I swear, it looks like a Michael. If Michael Bay direct, like, like just yeah. like just looking at like the poster know, and the screen the cap, it looks like how Michael Bay no, does. No, 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 trust like, me, the movie series. looks a lot more like like it looks more like it than even the poster makes it seem like mm-hmm. but it's legit a michael cool. bay movie michael bay version of tenet it's weird but not directed by michael no bay. but not directed by michael bay it's directed by yeah. uh, tony scott who's somewhat like the better version of michael bay no <laughs> offense michael bay would love to have you on the podcast dude but yeah honestly i'm not saying that about tony scott because yeah, it's ridley scott's brother actually really yeah cool his younger brother i feel like we just need to keep inviting people on the podcast in one of these days somebody, one day somebody yeah <laughs> we can't invite tony scott though so i mean you can't invite tony scott Clark, he he died. Oh. Yeah. Oh, darn. Oh, yeah, sorry. No, yeah. sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's got Denzel Washington, the guy who plays uh, Christ and Pastor of the Christ. He plays the bad guy in this movie. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, he plays the bad guys in a lot, a of, lot movies. of things, which yeah. is weird because they live the guy and play Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> he literally plays one of the few actors like to play Jesus, too. Like, yeah. 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 Wow. Okay, Jesus has like the weirdest track record in movies because like it's th- this guy who plays a bad guy in everything, mm-hmm. and then William, William Defoe. Defoe. <laughs> yeah, it's like wow, good, no. good on you, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, this movie, I swear, it's like there's, um, you know that channel? It's like uh, how like two movies are similar and they get like two random movies and like put like all. It's like the I don't know that I'm I'm. Don't know the channel, but I guess I'm familiar with the concept. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah but like, if you do that with Tenet with for, with and Deja this, Vu, yeah. it is insanely similar. Like, it, okay. like they're not like one to one. Like this one, like it's like four days back, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or whatever. But like, it is insanely similar. Okay, to a point where it's kind of like they both have like ambulance related, <laughs> like accidents and like explosions and okay, shit. Okay, cool, cool. I swear. Okay, 
the explosions in this movie are probably the best explosions I've ever seen in any movie. Ever. Really? They're not even Michael Bay. They're not even Michael Bay. Wow. Because okay, you got to remember, Michael Bay like takes his inspiration from like three directors, right? It's like yeah. Tony Scott, Ridley Scott, and... Uh, David Fincher, which okay. is the weirdest. That is a weird combo. <laughs> yeah. Like Michael Bay has like come out and said that like, yeah, these okay, three cool, people cool. like inspire me. Right. All right. And straight up, like this movie has like the best explosions in, in my opinion, in cinematic history. It's yeah. just insane. It's I can't very say, similar to Tenet. I can't say yeah. I'm a big fan of the movie poster, but oh, then again, poster's terrible. but then again, like yeah. a lot of action movie posters from this yeah, era, especially look like, yeah, that, it, it looks pretty it average. Yeah, no, weird. but like, and again, like the movie, it, it's it's fun. It's not great. Like Tenet's a better movie than this will ever be. Mm-hmm. But like, this movie is it's fun. It's it's exactly what you expect of Michael Bay directed Tenet. Yeah. Except Michael Bay didn't direct Tenet. Except or this movie either. Or this movie. Yeah. But, but it's yeah. If you want to watch more Michael Bay version of Tenet, there you go. But you're saying that maybe uh, maybe Christopher Nolan's idea wasn't exactly uh, original. Maybe he got it from this. My, uh, Christopher Nolan, would you like oh, to shit. come on the podcast and <laughs> defend Nolan. yourself? Defend yourself, please defend do. Your honor. Yeah, yeah. You want to explain this? <laughs> yeah, Christopher Nolan, prove to us three random strangers <laughs> that you right. did. We, have a, we have a large <laughs> audience of people who yeah. really are are now wanting to know. So I think we had, I don't know. Last I might, last yeah. I asked you about, it, we had twelve, and then we took three weeks off. So now and, we probably and have like now eight. we have <laughs> like, ten thousand. Yeah. Which is uh, granted in the internet, still not that. Still, high, yeah, basically nothing. <laughs> Are you sure? That, I'm pretty sure that's everybody on the internet. Just yeah, just ten thousand <laughs> people. people. That's it. No, yeah. but actually, as I'm seeing, uh, like, I'm looking at the has... statistics right now, the analytics, it's going up three million all of a sudden. Oh shit! Like just since we just said ten thousand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. But, um, anyways, oh, Christopher Nolan. Now we have three million people that you might want to defend yourself. Yeah, this movie came out 14 years early. Like, again, yeah. Yeah. Tenet's a smarter movie in every way. But yeah, like, Chris. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, we get what you did, Come Christopher to, Nolan. Come you just to, said, yeah. okay, I'm if just going to okay. nullify it. You <laughs> yeah. know? Now that you're bringing Christopher, you're dragging Christopher <laughs> Chris's name in the mud. Like, I know him. Chris's name in the mud. <laughs> Chris. <laughs> my good buddy, Chris. <laughs> my, my, my good buddy, Chris. Like, the movie isn't, like, 100% similar. It's, like, I would oh, say, like, oh, it's, like... Of course, it's not going to be 100% similar. Yeah, I know, but similar. I'm going to say, like, it's, like... 40% similar. It's yeah. not like as high as I've like well, been well, saying. Nolan, yeah. Nolan just got the idea and he nullified it. Yeah. You know? yeah. He made it his own. He made it his own. All right. Come tell, come Nolan, to our... You still, need a, you still need to defend yourself where you got the idea. Come explain to us and our, and our 7 million <laughs> listeners. Yeah. Our 7 million. We, went, we, yeah, went we just went up. Oh <laughs> yeah. my God. It's going up. It's going up as we oh speak. I don't God. know. Christopher Nolan, by the time our audience hears this, we could have 20 million. You never know. You yeah. know that's yeah. that could make. That's that, a lot of people. That's a lot of people. Hey. you know, going into the theaters and they're gonna okay. want to know this. Sorry, stuff. Chris, I'm gonna pull the low card, but this movie made more money than Tenet did. Whoa. Well, it's, to be fair, <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying. To be yeah. fair, this movie didn't come out during a pandemic. That's true. Oh, well, yeah, but I mean, that's why I'm pulling out the low card. Yeah. But still, like you know. That's gonna be like. That's gonna be like. We're having a lot of weird statistics for this year in terms of, like films. Yeah. We're like. The Gentleman, which is probably like my favorite movie of the year. It made the highest, like it's like on the top ten of the highest grossing movies. Of the <laughs> yeah, year. and it's like a low budget Guy Ritchie film. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever get the Blu-ray for that? I did actually. Yeah, the actual Blu-ray. Yeah, they, <laughs> yeah, cool. Actually, what else actually. would you? What else would you do? What else no, do you no, mean? no. Like, like I, <laughs> I, I have it, and I have like the flask. Oh, you guys weren't there. No, but yeah, we when we went to the theater, yeah, I remember you get that. We got to get flask, so mm-hmm. I got a. Oh yeah, I, know, flask. Uh, I wanted to go too. 
Like, Mah- you're also, in the movie, yeah. Mohammed, no, you're also the only person it. I know that buys like the yeah I know you, the, you like the like, novelty the, stuff from the theaters yeah, yeah, yeah. and Dude. like the the cups I love like, it the... I, I I have like a full collection uh, yeah. you have like I a shrine in your closet yeah I've yeah. seen it like, no it's yeah. in my bathroom oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it is it's it like is under this like, yeah. like, it grew to a point where it's like okay where do I put this stuff under the sink <laughs> just big ass yeah. cabinet by the end of your life you're gonna have a whole house that needs to be filled I have like one survive. I have like one Cross Dark Phoenix so. popcorn bucket, but that's because I got it for free. Oh. I have like I the, by, the only yeah. thing I got was a Dark Phoenix like keychain. Oh yeah, because yeah, no, we, yeah. we, yeah, we went. Yeah, we went to. Jeez, yeah. we like we like made a big plan to see that in IMAX <laughs> to see and that everything. In IMAX yeah. and everything. Did we watch was, that in IMAX? Yeah, yeah. Really? No, was, yeah. We set it up like you, it was mostly yeah. your idea. Like we want to, we are gonna go see it, watch in IMAX, like get the biggest spectacle we can, get like a late night showing. R I P. R I P. R I P. Yeah, that was R I P. Dark Phoenix. I'll say this though: that train sequence is like. One of the best scenes is like super. A lot of people didn't cool. like it, but I liked it. I don't know. I only saw it that one time. I haven't seen it since. I don't In general, I've like seen it, it since. It still no, holds up. Maybe I did. The train scene. The train scene was like the my favorite part of the movie. I think. Yeah, and like it's like that, a legit that great part the, of the movie. Oh no, I. Weirdly did, enough, it's a reshoot too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. Because they like they had like a too similar ending to Captain Marvel, and like Disney just bought it. And they're like, nope, you're reshooting the whole thing. Yep. So. Yeah, it's, they killed off. Yeah, so, or like, yeah, they not injured a, Quicksilver in that movie. So yeah, that's just. Also, I watched Days of Future Past again. I realized, like, geez, Wolverine just straight up stops being the protagonist halfway through this movie. Yeah, I, I just never put that together. I just like, and then he's yeah. like completely taken out of the whole. Finale. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, just like, oh, go drown yeah, like fifty times, like, bitch. I just, to, I just, I just kind of convinced myself that yeah, Wolverine's the main character of this movie, but no, he's not. No, he's, he's just a way for us to go to the past. He's just our like substitute protagonist for the first yeah. like half an hour. And then it just becomes like everybody else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's very it's not like even like we have one protagonist after. It's like everybody except for Wolverine. Yeah, protagonist. really? Yeah. He literally gets thrown away. Literally thrown yeah, away. It's like, nope. Yeah. Whatever. I think it's still my favorite of the X-Men movies. Yes, definitely. Um, which like, cause I think watching it again recently, I'm like, oh, this isn't like as great as I remember it being. But it's still like I good, still love it. especially like, first, Fe- class first class was first class is really first class is like unexpectedly good. Like I did not go into that movie expecting I'm, it to be good. I think I'm the only person like really likes Apocalypse. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm, think sorry, probably, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, the only yeah. person on earth. Like, Look, even, okay, so I because I took me so Apocalypse. I remember my dad was gonna take me and my brother to go watch it. And we just kept putting it off, and then it wasn't theaters anymore. And we're like, "Oh darn!" So, oh, darn. and then like you were telling me about it, and like saying the how it's pretty good, and I was hearing like it wasn't that good, and I didn't watch it until like. Jeez, I would. I remember yeah, I think like he told me like it was one of those Starbucks sessions. Yeah, he told me like, oh, like I, I just finally. Watched the and this is like yeah. again, like this is like well after I graduated high school when I finally yeah. like, went on watching it. It's like I finally watched it, and it's eh, like yeah. eh, whatever. Yeah. I think I'm the only person like legitimately like really likes that movie. Again, we're talking about like. Uh. Well, very bad person's films but still yeah, yeah. yeah. screwed brian singer yeah yeah um, i just after after um days of future past it's like that one was a real letdown really days of future past no 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 after oh days okay of future I was past, like, days yeah. Of future past. <laughs> yeah no no, no. <laughs> days of future past is amazing oh, yeah. no no, no. Okay. after days of future past apocalypse was like a, a letdown okay. for me yeah i was kind of like i think like, i feel about that movie how most people feel about like age of ultron we're just like it's not the worst ever, but you yeah, know. I know. Even like right after when I when I first watched, um, uh, you know, Age, Age of Ultron. Age, Age of Ultron. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was about to say Age the of movie Extinction. Movie so bad we forgot. Age of Extinction. <laughs> That's a Transformers <laughs> movie, bro. Didn't that come out? Didn't that, didn't that come out the not the same year, but like pretty close? No, Age of Extinction came out two years before. Oh, never mind then. No, okay. a year before Age of Ultron. 
Oh, so kind of close. Before? Yeah, because Age of Extinction came out twenty fourteen. Yeah, I, I didn't even I didn't even watch it like when it came out. So I, I, don't know. I I've only seen twenty minutes of that movie. I was like, wait, this isn't an hour into the movie. What the fuck? <laughs> wait, of Extinction? Of Age of Extinction. Oh. That movie is so Good. boring. Don't don't watch that one. So boring. You seen the fifth one though, right? I have regrettably that movie is terrible. Uh, it's still better than the fourth one. I'd just remember them as like it's a bit. It's a it's only a bit okay. better, but it's better than the fourth one. Uh, the only reason I remember is like Probably. there's like the first. Yeah, I've only managed the twenty minutes. Yeah. I just remember the Transformers. Movie. There's the first three. There's the dinosaur one, and then there's the Excalibur one, and then yeah, that's how I remember them. Excalibur's like barely in that movie too. It's like like, <laughs> but that's all I remember. Scene? That's all I can gleam about it from the trailers. Was like Excalibur's here, I guess. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah like, it's like barely. It's in, like in the yeah. opening like five minutes, and that's basically it. It's opening the five minutes, and then like the sword, and then Anthony. Hopkins but is they the don't like ever say gone. that it's like ex- ex- no, 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 they're no, just no, like no. oh here's a cool magical transformer sword yeah they never I even, don't even call think it they say, yeah, yeah. They, it's basically just i don't know that's just the one, that's it, how i remember it. it that's how i remember a movie i haven't seen yet or will not <laughs> <Yeah>. see probably <laughs> like it's uh what's it called it's a movie where anthony hopkins yells at a bunch of chinese <laughs> yeah <tourists in> yeah which is great yeah and then uh optimus prime goes bad for like three minutes <laughs> yeah oh. they make this big arc like oh he's going to cybertron and then he becomes evil and then like he just goes there like punches bumblebee twice bumblebee sends like you know daddy or whatever the fuck and then optimus prime turns back good he's like oh whatever. oh done? yeah and then he's Fun. just like all right quintessa i'm gonna optimus prime oh. used to be voiced by orson welles that yeah. was a fun fact yeah wait was he i thought that was the planet that was voiced by orson welles <sighs> Actually, no. Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah, because Orson Welles did voices for Transformers. Yeah, no, yeah, he, he played to. the planet in the Transformers. It's, they were like yeah. some of his last roles before he died. Yeah, yeah. Which is there's wild. this documentary. Also, I need Netflix to I need to watch Mank. I meant to watch Mank that. is re- okay. Mank, I've there. It's a. I don't know if you're gonna like the movie. If I'm gonna like it, I don't, like me specifically. I don't think like okay, most people. I don't think they will like that movie. Right. Because it's a weird movie. It's like a very dense movie. Well, but like. My, I enjoyed the living fuck out of it. My my stepdad was watching it, and I would just happen to be in the room, uh-huh. and then uh, I just thought like, because like I was thought he was just watching some old school like Hollywood, because it looks and sounds just like an old school Hollywood movie. I'm like, no, but that's Gary Oldman. Like, what is this? Like, <laughs> and like, so it looks interesting enough. I again, it's, I'm sure it's gonna be a dense movie, and it's gonna like take me a minute, but like I'll, I'm hoping I like it. I just haven't like, seen okay, it. Okay, they pitched the movie on. Oh, it's the making of uh, what's it called, Citizen Kane. The movie really isn't. Yeah, I heard it's just like. It's about the guy. Well, okay, so it's like very. very it's, yeah. it's not like even about like the guy's life or anything. It's just like okay, just here's. It's really about like one election that happened and how that inspired yeah. Susan Kane. Which is the weird, like basically, it's it's weird, but like definitely watch it. It's definitely the most beautiful movie of the year by far. The cinematography in that movie is yeah. freaking insane. It looked cool, and that's kind yeah. of what sold me because like, I hadn't heard of the movie before. Like just seeing it on, like on the TV for a second. It's really good. So yeah. Um, it's David Fincher's first film in like what nine years? Yeah, the guy's yeah. been on a hiatus for a bit. But no, that's good. Yeah. Also, talking about Orson Welles, there's this Netflix documentary about like his last official movie, mm-hmm. and uh, they they say that he edited porn before he died. <laughs> so oh yeah, I wouldn't know, but like okay, apparently that was maybe a thing, so good on him. <laughs> cool. That's. A- Great way to go out, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> That's Orson Welles' last contribute contribution right. to because, art. Like, yeah, like, he wanted to make this one film, and then his camera operator like got stuck like shooting a porno or whatever, and then he was like, "Okay, let me help you finish." Let me help you finish your porn. <laughs> Just edit the porn for him. Cool. All right then. And then yeah, 
That's the only thing I remember from that documentary. I don't remember anything else besides Orson Welles. <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Yeah, I'm sorry. Wow. Could you imagine like putting Orson Welles in your like the your credits for your porn video? <laughs> 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 oh my god! And, and As editor, like, no like director or anything. Yeah. Like, at the bottom, as an editor. <laughs> Jeez. Could you imagine yeah. watching porn and be like, "Is Orson Welles in this <laughs> porn? Orson like, Welles? like, why is this so cinematic?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, I look. I have my doubts about that. But I hope that's true. That'd be awesome. Yeah, no, it's a thing. Yeah. Well. well anyways, what? Yeah. Sorry, yeah, that was a weird I, tangent. Yeah, uh, sorry. No. What do you? What have you? What have you guys seen recently? Oh, <laughs> yeah. I think we're gonna end the <laughs> <think we're>, yeah. <laughs> podcast with. Uh, no, we're good. End the podcast here. Okay, so if you t- want to take anything from this podcast, just remember. Orson Welles edited porn. <laughs> no, you don't need to take that from this podcast. Just, you could take anything else. No, from just this podcast. just take that. Just understand it. Uh, I'll, of course. I'll, I'll, I'll leave on this note because we're going to go back to like, you know, the mini episodes, the game show type of stuff. Yeah. I have one planned. Um, pretty excited about Ooh. it. Not going to tell you or the audience what it is yet. Oh. So, yeah. Look forward to that this Ooh. Wednesday. Spicy. Okay. Ooh. Awesome. Well. Um, spicy. Very spicy. It's been. Um, Honestly, it's a pretty standard thing. I just like what I ended up calling it. That's like my favorite part about it. I'm not going to tell you yet. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You, can't, okay. you can't. Shit. You can't know. All right. Well, um, thank you for listening. Sorry, been, sorry about the it's wait. It's been real. Yeah, it's been a real one with y'all. Uh, twenty mil. Oh, twenty million. <laughs> Whoa, crazy. Whoa, set uh, biggest movie podcast geez. ever. Anyways, Whoa. nine billion people. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> three trillion. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> Literally, people, people are just pushing Ma- out babies <laughs> just to listen yeah. to our podcast. Wait, people from Mars are listening to Jeez, Mars, got, Martians are coming what? out the ice. Got to worry about that alien audience now. Let's yeah. do it. Damn. Yeah, Christopher yeah. Nolan. You need to worry about the alien audience now, too. I mean, you have movies about interstellar travel. So, I mean, you know, these people are affected Where's their the representation? Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where was that? Anyways. Okay. Anyways so, we need so. alien representation and we need Spanish wrestler representation. Yes, more Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> cool that's the takeaway from this. <laughs> <laughs> all right thank you for listening sorry about the the wait uh yeah. we we will go back to like consistent episodes and there will soon. be <laughs> wait four more weeks for our next episode there will be... <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. we'll have another one next week there will be also definitely confirmed a youtube video on our channel they're all just staring at me. <laughs> did, you, did you finish yeah, it? Yeah, okay, true, huh? cool. No, <laughs> I, have, I haven't finished it yet, but no, I'm going to. But okay. it'll be uh, by, by ha- next look, week. We're pushing the Star Wars videos like till next year, so you have until then to <laughs> yeah, get that's it. Yeah, like, good point. <laughs> that's a 2021, baby. Yeah. So there will be a YouTube video coming. I know we've been saying that for like the past month now, but there will be a video. Well, well technically, do, technically do we, we have a channel yet, though. Yes. Yeah, we do. We do? Okay, yeah. what's the channel name? It's, it's, pod- it's, it's podcast the movie okay no i'm, I'm saying for the audience yeah like give them it's, a link it's, and shit. it's linked like, in the no. it's it's been linked in the other one oh no yeah, i yeah. want you to like read out like every letter oh, of the url, oh, the URL. <laughs> i don't know about all that it's y-o-u-t-u-b <laughs> dot c-o forward slash podcast the movie the youtube channel but just podcast the movie yeah. yeah go it's, subscribe it's go, go usually, check it out yeah. it's usually linked in the description guys yeah so oh yeah we have there. it yeah oh. no it's, it's good yeah that. i can't say that shit okay uh, no yeah we good all right so, yeah cool enjoy cool. and just and always remember orson welles edited porn <laughs> you could <laughs> thank you for listening you could take that's it the only it. thing yeah. you should remember yeah. no remember the everything else yeah <laughs>